The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, everybody, welcome to a special taped version of the Saints Happy Hour Friday Night take Gambling two. Show. It's, it's take two, by the way, because Ralph... Yeah, it's uh, take two because I uh, butchered the ad. We're making this one free, and it's free because of Manscaped.com. Guys, that's... Manscaped has a redesigned electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin technology so the trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Use the proper technology when you're going and shaving your nuts. Manscaping accidents, they don't have to happen. They can be a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's disgusting. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Guys, 20% off and free shipping. Use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. 20% off, free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, Andrew, I got through that pretty good. The second, it only, yeah. it only, it only took nine takes. Uh, well done. So Proud of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little frazzled. I've been trying to set up the new laptop the last couple of days. It's a nightmare. Uh so, Andrew, this gambling show, I mean, we, we couldn't have a guest picker, but it's just the same because we got huge freaking games. Usually we end with LSU and the Saints, but this, I want to give LSU-Bama the full treatment, right? Full Bama monster. is a six-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, this, I said in my column Thursday for Channel 4, like, if this isn't the fucking day... This isn't the year LSU is going to win. I don't know when they're going to win. If not now, when? If not this team, who? They have everything we've said they need to have to beat Alabama. They have good people in the secondary, and they have a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. I, if it's not now, when? Yeah, fair question. Um, but you know what? Like, It's funny. I used to get so annoyed and would hate the kind of Saints fans, like the old school Saints fans. You know, the people that were always would always say same old saints. And the minute something would go wrong, you know, have this attitude of this is the way it always goes. Blah, 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 blah. They're, they're going to lose. So this is why they're never going to win a playoff game. This is why they'll never win the Super Bowl. And I, I always thought that kind of saints fan was really annoying because it's like you like the past doesn't influence the future. You don't know. Like, that, that, I mean, there are some correlations, yeah. but like. You, you know, the, every season is different. Every game is different. You can't draw from the past and say that it's going to be like that every time. So anyway, while I complain about those people, I feel like with the Pelicans, I'm the exact same way. <laughs> like, new, new regime, new player. But, like, I'm stuck in this rut of just complaining about everything. You complain about the Pel- Pelicans incessantly. I have yeah, the text like, messages to prove as it. Mu- as much as I hate the Saints fans that do that, 
I am that person when it comes to the Pelicans. And I am also that person when it comes to LSU and Alabama. So with LSU, it's only one game. Like it's not negativity that permeates every fiber of my being like the Pelicans where I just hate everything. It, it's just it's just this one game where I'm defeated, I'm broken, uh, I, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, it's never going to get better, and I'm just too hurt to ever love again, <laughs> and, and I will only start to love again when I see it happen, and not a minute before. So LSU is going to have to beat Alabama and prove to me that they can do it to climb me out of this hole, and I will not succumb to this this hope and dreams, these that's unicorns a and rainbows. I get that all that. I get all that. And that's a hundred. I, I believe you a hundred percent as we sit here on a Thursday afternoon. Nick tape. Saban owns us. I, I believe you a hundred percent that you, what you've just said, you believe it a hundred percent on this Thursday as we're taping this show. Yeah. And I believe that you, you'll be that way if it starts out badly for LSU. Yes. But if LSU takes the kickoff Oh, if they drive down the three, field and scores and forces three, Alabama three and out, you're going to be a hundred percent, one hundred eighty degrees the other way. Like take a touchdown, it won't even take a touchdown if the LSU is up three nothing. <laughs> that, that's probably all it will take for me to be right back in. <sighs> but you know, I, I, I was talking to you. And I you mean, looked, if 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 Alvin Gentry got me to like him for about twenty games then anything is possible. Yeah. The thing that I thought was interesting is is you have uh, friends in the medical uh, profession in Charlottesville. We won't name names, but you have a doctor that is that, – do, that is a tennis player, man. A lot of doctors play tennis. A lot of doctors play tennis. And yeah. not that this doctor is the know-all be-all, but you were talking to him about Tua's ankle surgery and – Tell me, tell tell the people what he told you because I think it's interesting. It's not necessarily oh, that he'll play yeah. bad or whatever, but I think it's like undersold. Like everybody's like, Tua, he he got that surgery. It's been three weeks. Like it'll be fine. Like it's you know. Yeah, this guy's big time. So I, I got to be careful about how much I reveal here. Uh, I know he wouldn't be comfortable with me. Uh, yeah, you know, he's got a lot of high profile patients and stuff. But uh, I mean, suffice it to say that you know he basically there's a friend of mine that said that if it was his patient. Um, that he wouldn't be playing them. And, and basically, I, I don't understand anything about this stuff, but the type of surgery that Tua had uh, was one of those things where if you don't allow it to heal properly, the, 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 the way the procedure is done is it's a high ankle sprain, right? And so the way they fix it is they actually drill a hole through your bone, and you know, that promotes the healing, and I guess they wrap the – I, I don't know what, what they do exactly. He tried to explain it to me. But the point is there is a period in the recovery where you actually have less stability in the bone. And so there is a higher percentage chance or risk of the fibula and tibia snapping. So basically there's a much bigger chance that he would break his leg. And if that happens, according to this guy um, – that it's actually like it's not necessarily even like a season ender like it could be a career threatening problem if something like that happens and so he's just like when you talk about a guy that's going to be picked first overall and the risk involved like that's got to heal all the way for me this is a, a doctor speaking and so he's just like there's no way I would approve playing him so it's funny I saw uh Saban in an interview say like we're not going to do anything that compromises his future 
Um, but we, I also know that Saban's going to have a doctor I and mean, he's going to find a doctor that's going to tell him what he wants to hear. You know, this is LSU. It's a big game. So we'll see, but I don't know. It, it was interesting to just get a medical perspective that like, he really should not be playing in this game. It's too soon. I mean, based on, based if, on the procedure. Yeah. If LSU had a pass rush that I believed in, I would feel even more confident in LSU. I just don't know that they can get to him. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. And make him uncomfortable on that ankle. Um, yeah, and well, that's the thing. If he was a running back or receiver, I think it'd be an easy decision he wouldn't be playing. But when you're a quarterback... Um, you know, you can kind of mitigate how much you get hit. And, you know, I, I think you, there are ways you can protect it a little better. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm picking Alabama in this one. And the main reason why is I just don't trust LSU's defense. I, I think Alabama, is, as good as Joe Burrow is and as prolific as the LSU offense is, I think Alabama will, will be able to slow them down just enough. And, I just think Alabama will score at will on LSU. So I think Alabama wins and Alabama covers. I picked LSU in my column. And look, I just believe LSU's better in Tuscaloosa against Alabama the last 50 years. That's a fact. Joe Burrow is great. I think even if Alabama puts pressure on him, I think he's mobile enough to do things outside of you You can defend the play and then you defend the play that happens Joe Burrow can make shit happen on his own um, and I just sure. think Alabama they have won 32 games in a row 31 or 32 games in a row they haven't been at home they win every game by two touchdowns at home I don't think that crowd is ready and equipped for if LSU can hang with them. I think Alabama is expecting it to be the same old shit with LSU. They're going to romp them or they're going to suffocate them slowly to death and it'll be middle of the second quarter and it'll be 17 to nothing and LSU can play until next week and they're not going to score. If LSU can make that stadium uncomfortable early, I think LSU is going to win. You'll know if LSU is going to win this game after the first quarter. And you'll either be completely sucked in and it'll be a great Saturday or it's going to be the same old shit. 
And I just, yeah. this is the year. LSU is going to win this football game, and Joe Burrow is going to win the Heisman. And I know saying that out loud as an LSU uh, graduate and fan, it's weird. But this is the year, Andrew. I believe LSU is going to do just enough to win the game, 31-27. to 27. So I'm taking LSU in the 6.5. I might even get completely insane and take LSU on the money line. Well, someone asked me if I could only pick one this weekend, would I pick LSU or the Saints to win? And then I, I could influence, like I could decide which one of those two would win. That was horrible for me. Like, absolutely <laughs> awful because I want LSU to stop the streak and I want them to win so bad. And like, but like the Saints at seven and one losing to the one and seven Falcons at home, like that is unthinkable. It is so horrible. I just, I can't even fathom it. But at the same time, it's like, man, this game, like the Saints can survive a loss this Sunday and like it means so much more to LSU. So, I mean, I, I tend to be a bigger Saints LSU fan than LSU can survive. Fan, if, LSU, if it's close and LSU loses and they go 11-1, and one, they're going to get in the playoffs, I think. So it's yeah, not. Yeah, but I, I just, I want this, man. I want, I, I want this so I bad. Want L, I want LSU to beat Bama and I want to take PTO on Monday and listen to, listen to all four hours of Paul Feinbaum as the state of Alabama loses their shit. That's what I want. I want I want LSU to beat Bama more than I want them to win the national title. I know that's so weird. I, I'm saying this right now that I, I if I had to choose between two, I would pick LSU to win over the Saints. And yes, that means I would be making us all suffer through losing to a one and seven Falcons team at home. Like that that's how badly like I want LSU to win this game. Yeah. So you know. But anyway, like my thing, Ralph, is I don't know. I mean, obviously, if LSU wins, like, I would be over the moon. Like, it, it, it would be an incredible moment for me. And my son has literally never seen – I mean, I guess they, he was born in 2010, so I guess LSU did beat them in his lifetime. But, I mean, since he's really been paying attention to college football, which has probably been, like, the last four years, he's never seen it. So, like, for him to see LSU beat Alabama would just be a huge moment for us and all that. So <laughs> – I my thing is like if you look like LSU the last time they they broke twenty points on Alabama was twenty ten. Good since God. since twenty ten they have scored nine zero seventeen seventeen thirteen in overtime sixteen zero ten and zero. That's oh how many to, that's how many points they've scored over the last ten years. So when, when I think about this game, like honestly, Ralph, like. If LSU loses 27-24, like if they if they put up 20 points on Alabama, that's progress to me. <laughs> progress. I need a I need a win, man. I, I LSU. I mean, I do too, but I'm just I, I obviously like I want to win, but I'm just saying like if LSU can at least show that we can put up points on this team, like that, <laughs> at least we're heading in the right direction here. I don't have Rutgers to bet against again. So I'm 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 a little bit lost this week, and I probably won't do too much gambling. Uh, <laughs> I just like Rutgers is like they're like my, my they're like my comfort food, man. And they they had me scared last week against Illinois because it was ten ten at the half, and I was like, oh shit, are they gonna do this to me two weeks in a row? Nope, they lost thirty eight to ten. Good old Rutgers. Uh, so my second pick though 
is I'm taking, you know, we made a lot of jokes in the offseason and we had a lot of fun with the Raiders at their expense about Antonio Brown and Gruden. He doesn't know what he's doing. They did a lot of weird things on draft day. But they're four and four and they're pretty respectable. They beat Detroit last week. Uh, They went to Indianapolis and won. Like, I'm taking the Raiders against the Chargers. Uh, Oh, wow. you know, the the Chargers are one-and-a-half-point favorite at Oakland. Man, five teams with a better record at home when they're playing a team with a worse record, when they're getting points, they win like 68% of the time. Oakland is a fantastic bet here. I'm taking the Raiders plus one-and-a-half. That's my second pick. All right, my second pick is um, – so Wake Forest is ranked 19th in the nation. They're 7-1. and one. Uh, a lot. Most of their wins have been very close this year. They're not great. They're favored by two, and they're going to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech really started really awful this year, but they're five and three, and they just played Notre Dame really close. And I just think Wake Forest is a total fraud of a seven and one team. <laughs> and I just, I, I just think going into Virginia Tech, that's just not an environment where Wake Forest wins. And the fact that they're favored by two is a joke. So I'm taking Virginia Tech there. Virginia pick plus two. Uh, next pick is um, I believed in them when they played San Francisco two weeks ago, and they got kicked in the nuts. Uh, and it the, Carolina, they can beat bad teams, and they're probably going to go nine and seven, ten and six, and get a wild card in the NFC. But when they play good teams, they get their nuts kicked in. And they're playing at Green Bay. Green Bay just got embarrassed on the West Coast. Green Bay is going to roll them. I'm taking Green Bay, and I'm laying the five and a half. And um, I may, uh, I may put some money on this game because this is that's my that's my next pick. So what's yours? Uh, I'm gonna go college basketball. Can I? Can oh I pick my. a game? That's, can I go? Can I pick a game that's gonna be next Wednesday? Yes, you can. Are we allowed to wait that long? Yeah, you can wait that long. All right. All right, so this is interesting. So VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University, who is in Richmond, Virginia, which is an hour drive from me, I was just – I haven't really paid attention to basketball, and I saw, oh, LSU starting up. So I look at their schedule, and I see VCU, and I immediately assume, oh, that's got to be – it's 22 versus 25. LSU is 22, VCU is 25. And I immediately think, oh, this must be like some preseason tournament thing in Hawaii or some bullshit, Right. Well, I look at the schedule and I see that it's in Richmond, which is an hour away from me. And I'm like, holy shit, I need to take my son to this game. So next Wednesday, I'm going to have come back from the Saints game on Sunday. Uh, I'll be back Monday in the office. I think on Wednesday, I think I'm going to drive to Richmond and take my son to see VCU and LSU. LSU is number 22. VCU is number 25. Uh, they haven't come out with the spread yet for that, but whatever it is, I'm taking else. <laughs> oh, no and, math, and no Wade, analytics. I'm just Will taking Wade out. used to coach for VCU, and VCU like hates him, and they're ranked 25th. So like, it, it's going to be an incredible atmosphere, I think. Yeah. So I like that pick. That's a good. That's a good choice. My next pick is. Um, this is another unbelievable line. And, and I look, we've made fun of Buffalo all year. Their quarterback sucks. But they're 6-2, and two, and they have a really good defense. They're going 
two, two and six Cleveland, and Buffalo is getting three points. And I know Buffalo may be a fraud, and they may win 10, 11, 12 games, and they may get bounced in the playoffs, but Cleveland is a fucking disaster. They're okay? Cleveland. They're Cleveland. They're Cleveland. All that and preseason talk was cute, but they're the Browns. So I'm taking Buffalo plus the three. And here's the thing. Like, it's amazing to me that Vegas has not caught up to the Browns and switched it over. Like, I don't care that they have a, the Beckham. I don't care that they have Landry. I don't care that they have Trump. Their coach is incompetent. They made a terrible hire. And the only question to me is, Baker Mayfield is regressed. He may, may or may not be a disaster. But is Cleveland going to fire Kinchins in the offseason and try to fix it and get a real coach to coach that talented roster? Or are they going to give him another year? Either way, I don't give a shit. I'm taking Buffalo. I'm taking the three. I'll probably do an ex- a crazy parlay where I put... Oakland, Buffalo, and LSU in a three-teamer just because I'm insane. Uh, but Buffalo is my last pick before we pick the Saints game. Uh, my last – I like the Rams. They're on the road at the Steelers. The Steelers are – you know, they have Mason Rudolph at quarterback. James Connors hurts. So they have backup running backs. Uh, the Steelers are real banged up. Look, if the Rams are serious about making the playoffs and making a run at this thing again this year, this is a game they just have to have. So I, I think they'll they'll play well. Um, the Rams are favored by three and a half, and I think they win and cover. I like. I mean, uh, I like that pick. The thing is with the Rams, I can't. I can't. I can't. Um, I can't decide. The Rams, like, they're, they're deep. They're just weird, and I, I like. I don't know what they're going to be. The thing is with them is the NFC is so loaded. They're playing, like, they're playing a little better. I mean, they've won two in a row. They put up thirty-seven yeah. on the Falcons. You know, they beat the Bengals pretty comfortably, 24 to 10. So I, I just, I mean, they, they, those are two easy opponents, but it's not like the Steelers have been anything special either. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it's, it's just, it, it'll be interesting in the NFC. They're going to, there's going to be a 10 win playoff team and the, and the, a 10, a 10 win team that doesn't make the playoffs in the NFC. Let me put it that way. Yeah. I mean, I also think the Steelers have won three close games in a row. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think, that 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 luck's got to run out here. Yeah. So now we come to the final game, and look, it's dicey for me because, as you know, if you listen to the gambling podcast, if this is the first time listening, uh, I have the double-digit underdog investment fund. It's twelve and ten on the year. I bet every NFL double-digit underdog every week. I bet some on more and some some less, but like this week. Atlanta's plus 12 and a half. I'm but here's the thing. Uh I'm doing it for the investment fund because that's not e- that's not even really like a pick. That's just a strategy and you can't you can't pick and choose, can't right? Deviate. Yeah. You can't deviate. But my pick for the game is the Saints. Like I, I I can make no justification for taking Atlanta 12 and a half. I mean, Matt Ryan's going to be back, but they're so bad on the lines. They they, they can't defend the pass. They uh they they can't they, block. They can't block. I mean, I, I just I can't see them keeping this game within 10 unless it's shenanigans. Now, if the Saints turn the ball over a shit ton of times, then yes, it's out the window and it gets weird. But the Saints have had a week off. They don't really they're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to get Camara back. They're going to get Cook back. Like, the Saints, this, I'm going to make a prediction. 
this like, is going. Deontay Harris is really like if you if you're gonna get turnovers from the Saints, like other than maybe like one lucky breeze pick, I mean, your your only hope is Deontay Harris, really. Yeah, and, maybe and, a Jared Cook, you know, mistake. This is gonna this is this is gonna be Dan Quinn's last game coaching the Falcons. It's gonna be so bad Sunday, they're going <laughs> to be forced to fire him. Because I hope so. Well, I'm looking forward to going to the game, and uh, again, we'll be at Champion Square for that. Yep. So, come find us. We'll have a beer with you. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> you, everyone that listens to this show knows the streak that I'm on. So, I mean, I hate myself. I'm the worst. <laughs> but the Falcons not only cover, but they win the game. No way. Listen, here's the thing. I hope I can get I mean, to champion. I mean, I have to say that. That's, I hope I can get the champion. You're welcome. I hope I can get to champion square. Uh, apparently, par- apparently getting a taxi, an Uber, or, or a ride home from a family member at the New Orleans airport, is a f- it was a disaster the last couple of days because it just opened. So I'm worried. I'm landing at 745 Sunday. So hopefully I can. Uh, you, sh- you should make it to the Superdome by the fourth quarter. <laughs> I'll be so I'll I will murder people in that new airport if I don't get to the game, Andrew. I am not going to lie. Um, by the way, this gambling show, if you wanted to gamble online, go to mybookie.ag and right now use the code chair and you get a hundred percent sign up bonus. That's right. If you go to mybookie.ag and Use the code uh, chair. You get a hundred percent sign-up bonus. Put in two hundred, get two hundred. Uh, you can bet on anything. You can bet totals, soccer. You can do weird parlays like me. You can bet on LSU. You can bet on LSU and combine it with League One in France and EPL and then NBA. You can do get crazy with it, and you get a hundred percent of whatever you put in. You get that as a sign-up bonus. You use the code chair. My bookie is the safest most complete online gambling experience so go there now go to mybookie.ag use the code chair and get a hundred percent sign up bonus my bookie you you play you win you get paid uh andrew uh i think this this is gonna this is the best football weekend of the year it always is because you have lsu alabama it's huge game this year it's extra huge because it's one versus two and you have the saints playing and the saints have been good the last two years it's not Rams Saints like it was last year for home field, but it's Atlanta, and they're a dumpster fire, and we get to kick them in the face. So this is the best weekend of the year, uh, football wise. It's not going to be better than this, right? Uh, well, I hope that you know. I hope that championships <laughs> will be better, but yeah, pretty much. So and look, guys, December fourteenth, our live show at Tracy's. It's just around the corner. Uh, sign up. At the link at the podcast, and you sign up, and you RSVP, and you get a shirt from. So do it, live show. It's going to be amazing. You can come even if you don't RSVP, but RSVP, we're giving you a freaking T-shirt. So do it. Uh, so this has been fun. So Andrew, uh, have safe travels uh, to New Orleans. Uh, I hope I have safe travels, and I'll see you Sunday. By the way, DM me, either me or Andrew on Twitter. If you're going to be at the game, you want to meet us at Champion Square, we'll try to find you. Uh, so everybody else, have a great gambling weekend, and we will see you on Monday to recap it all.